16 Nisan, Tesai Nisan, Tzadik, His Praise, 248. The Rebbe once said, People ought to be praying a great deal for me, because the world needs me very, very much. Without me, the world cannot exist at all. 249. In Kremenchug, the Rebbe said, In time to come, they'll say, Ay, is das given a Reb Nachman? Ah, was that a Rebbe Nachman? Because they will miss me tremendously. He also said that in time to come, people would find it incredible to think he had had opposition. They'll say this was who they were opposed to? He also said that if ever anyone is faced with opposition, people would say, yes, but they were also opposed to him. In other words, having opposition proves nothing. 250. He said, the whole world needs me. As far as you are concerned, it is obvious. You know yourselves how much you need me. But all the tzaddikim also need me, because they also need to improve themselves. Even the Gentile nations need me. But it is enough for a servant if he will just be like his master. Brachot 58b. Man was created with free will and must seek God for himself. 251. When the Rebbe was sitting in the carriage on the way to Novorich, he said, It is in my power to change the whole world for the better. I don't mean only ordinary people. I could even change tzaddikim and other great people. The tzaddikim also need to improve themselves, and not only the Jews, the holy nation. I could even bring the Gentile nations of the world back to God, and I could bring them close to the religion of Israel. But it is enough for a servant, Rabbi Nachman, if he will just be like his master, God. Rabbi Nachman's Wisdom, His Wisdom, 101. If you are a person of faith, you will find it easier to repent. Menachal 2, 86. True repentance must be Chuvat Hamishkal, balanced penitence, namely, contrition and remorse equal to the enjoyment derived from the sin. If you truly believe in God, you can never have perfect enjoyment from any sin. Whatever wrong you do will be with mixed feelings and full knowledge that it will be bitter in the end. See 2 Samuel 2.26. You are aware of the severe and bitter punishment for each sin and are filled with regrets even while sinning. You may be overcome by temptation, but your enjoyment is limited. Therefore, it is easier for you to repent and to balance out your pleasure. You need not endure any suffering, for the pleasure from your sin was never complete. However, a heretic, one without faith, will find repentance very difficult. He has been well taught to sin without guilt or or remorse, and does not suffer when he transgresses. Therefore, his repentance must balance his unmitigated pleasure. Look carefully in the Shalah, in the section entitled Masechet Shavuot. There you will find the stern prohibition against becoming involved in philosophy. He writes that one who studies philosophy can lose his portion in the world to come. See Sanhedrin 90a. He also quotes the opinion of many earlier sages who all agree that this is among the worst possible sins. This is also discussed in many other sacred works. The Aleph Bet Book, Money, A, 26. Rain is withheld only because of the following. Seizing to tithe the Holy Land's produce, speaking slander, arrogance, disrupting Torah study, and the crime of theft. 27. Rainfall can be restored through many prayers. 28. Faith in God increases livelihood. 29. When there is satiation in the world, sickness is diminished. 30. Rain is held back only because of those who publicly pledge to charity but don't give. 31. Disgusting behavior in one's home leads to poverty. 32. 
Three things bring a person to poverty. Urinating in the nude in one's bedroom, taking lightly the requirement to wash one's hands before eating, and a man's wife cursing him to his face. 33. Tithing is a segula for wealth, specifically in the land of Israel. 34. Honoring the Torah and honoring Shabbat are a segula for wealth. 35. The olive-sized helping of bitter herbs eaten on Passover is a segula for earning a living. Kitzur Likutei Moharan 1. Lesson number 62 5. Shalom, peace, is an acronym for the dictum Know how to answer a heretic. Da, ma, shetashiv, la'apikoros. This reflects the idea that by studying legal decisions, which effect a resolution of conflict and peace, a person thereby merits to know how to answer the heresy and doubts in his heart. 6. Furthermore, by studying the codes of Jewish law, a person is able to pray wholeheartedly, as is fitting. This is because the main impediment to prayer, which prevents a person from praying with concentration and feeling, as he should, is that he lacks complete faith, and his heart is divided from God. For the fact is that if a person really knew and believed with his whole heart that the whole world is full of his glory, Isaiah 6, three, and that God stands over him as he prays, and he hears, attends, and listens to each and every word of his prayers, he would no doubt be extremely meticulous to recite his words with focused intention, and he would pray with great fervor. But since his heart is divided, and he does not possess this knowledge in a strong and wholehearted way, he is not so meticulous about how he prays, and he does not focus his mind carefully upon the words of the prayers. All this derives from the doubts and heretical thoughts in the heart, which stem from the conflict involving the evil inclination. Therefore, by studying the codes, which nullify the conflict with the evil inclination at its root, a person merits to pray wholeheartedly and sincerely, as he should. This is the interpretation of the verse, I will praise you with an upright heart, Levav, Psalms 119.7. Levav is spelled with two vavs instead of the usual one, implying with both of the heart's inclinations, when I study your just laws meaning through the study of the codes. 7. The way to perfect and to embellish one's faith is by bringing those who are distant from God closer to Him. But in order to perfect one's faith, that is, to draw close those who are far away, it is first necessary to elevate the sparks of the letters of one's speech. This is accomplished by fasting. The explanation for this is that all the physical desires are an aspect of the forces of impurity and superfluous waste material, since without these cravings the body could still exist. When a person's physical desires overtake him, these are the forces of impurity overtaking holiness. At the forefront of all physical cravings is the desire for unnecessary food and drink, since all of the other desires are drawn after this one. When this desire overtakes a person, it drags his speech into exile in the narrows of the throat in the neck, with the result that he is unable to speak a single word before God, as expressed in the phrase, My throat is dry, Psalms 69.4. By fasting, whereby a person starves himself, so to speak, he thereby moistens the throat and can fulfill the verse, Cry out with your throat, do not hold back, Isaiah 58.1, and he is able to speak before God and to pray with concentration and feeling. With this, the person's speech then turns itself around and it collects the sparks of holiness 
from amidst the forces of impurity, leaving them lifeless. When the Gentiles, whose vitality is drawn from the impure forces, see that they are lifeless, they then cast away their own faith and they all turn to the Jewish faith. In this way, a person perfects his faith, he merits perfect faith, and he is able to refine and purify the foods he eats. Then his eating produces a face-to-face unification of the Holy One, Blessed Be He, and the Divine Presence. Rabbi Nachman's Stories The Master of Prayer Around this time, the people agreed that they wanted to establish the rank of stars and constellations. If a person had a certain agreed-upon amount of wealth, he would be a star. The logic was that one who had that much wealth had the power of a star, since a star can increase the amount of gold in the world. Wherever gold ore exists, it is because the star made gold dust grow in that area. Therefore, gold is derived from the stars. Hence, one who had a certain amount of wealth was considered to have the power of a star. Therefore, he himself was also a star. They also confer the rank of constellation. If a person had a certain determined amount of wealth, he would be a constellation. Eventually, they also established the rank of angel. This too depended on a person's wealth. Finally, they also agreed to confer the rank of gods. If a person had a huge amount of wealth, as set up in their rules, then he would be a god. Since God had granted him such great wealth, that person would also be a god. Reb Letters, Year 1, Letter Number 137 The holy days of Shavuot are rapidly approaching. May the Master of Compassion have compassion on us, and let us complete the days of the counting of the Omer in holiness and purity, that we may, at least from now on, prepare ourselves as we should for the receiving of the Holy Torah on this approaching holy festival. And if we still need to break our hearts very much over this, to plead very much with God, if we still need to weep profusely before Him, as a child cries before his father, that he will also bring us close to him among the righteous of the Jewish people, who are worthy of receiving the Torah and Shavuot, then even more than this we must we fortify ourselves to be happy every day, because joy is the essential vessel by which we receive the Torah. This is explained in the lesson, And Boaz said to Ruth, Likutei Moharan 165, in connection with the saying of the sages, that the Holy One, blessed be He, will make a circle dance with the tzaddikim in the world to come. In the course of my writing this, I recalled the lovely glow that is in my heart from this lesson, and I do not know what else to write you. My flesh and heart have passed away through my heart's great longing. For this lesson speaks about the glimmering of godliness and nullification to the infinite until the residual illumination shines in the intellect. It speaks about how Torah is brought forth from there through an abundance of joy, which is the vessel for receiving the Torah. All this is the underlying meaning of Shavuot, the time of our Torah. What can we say? What can we utter? If we entered the world only to hear this, it would have been enough. Enough and more than enough. So it, was in, so it is with every single lesson. Blessed is the Master of Compassion who does incredible kindness in every generation. The words of your Father who gives thanks for the past and who is waiting for great acts of salvation in the future. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation. Nassan of Breslov. Rav Nassan's Letters, Year 2, Letter Number 374. Take careful notice and learn a lesson from how very frequently your partners come every day to examine all the details of your business. They want to see if the gems have already been sold and if they have already been paid off. They want to see if the craftsmen are doing their work properly if they have earned their wages, what kind of stones have been finished, and many other details of the business. 
They pass the whole day in such inquiries. The same is true here and in all places with all businesses. And this only relates to a person's temporary, temporal life. How many thousands upon thousands of times more is it necessary to do business with one's creator and friends, etc., to devise methods and to search out advice about how to escape from all evil and to find eternal life, eternal pleasantness at your right hand. But, unlike other kinds of business, the searching itself, the business dealings themselves, are extremely valuable, even if it seems that one is not finding anything at all. The time for the morning prayers has arrived, and it is impossible to go on any longer. These remarks will suffice for those who want the truth. Now I pray to the living God that He will increase your honor and fortune and give you success in all your endeavors, and most important, that He will grant you true eternal success. Pay careful attention to all these words of mine which flow forth from the Rebbe's words, and to all the words which have already passed between us in writing and orally, and to the words in the holy books. Let them all join together for the good, to strengthen your heart in God, and to rejoice exultantly over His salvation and kindness, that we merited to be in the Rebbe's portion, Ashrenu, happy are we, how good is our portion, how pleasant our lot, how beautiful our inheritance, Ashrenu, the words of your true eternal friend, Nasan of Breslov. Letter number 375. With God's help, Wednesday, the 15th of Shabbat, 5602. Peace, life, and all good to my dear beloved son, the learned Rabbi Yitzchak, may he live. I received your letter just now as we are sitting at the table before God on this day, Tuba Shabbat. Thank God there are a few guests with us now, and a few stayed here from last Shabbat. We rejoiced over your letter, and especially over the Lukute Eitzot that we were worthy of seeing. Blessed is he who has kept us alive, sustained us, and brought us to this time. You are now receiving enclosed a letter for Cherin. I hope to God that it will inspire you. If you can copy it, so much the better. For while you are already in possession of several hundred letters from me, nonetheless, all of them are good and correct, and they, and more than they, are all needed. The business of a person in this world is a great, long, broad, and extremely deep matter. Their effects are felt very far off indeed, from up above to down below, and from down below to up above, and in all the corners of the world, east, west, north, and south. It is necessary to reinforce and to wrap on the bandage of the Holy Torah with countless strategies and a great deal of advice. For to every purpose I have seen an end, but your commandment is very broad indeed. It is impossible to elaborate about this now, because I am writing all this in the middle of the meal, as I mentioned. The words of your father, giving thanks for the past and petitioning over the future to merit to see your speedy salvation, Nasan of Breslov. Shemot HaTzadikim, Gibore David, Yashaveam ben Chachmoni, Elazar ben Dodo HaAchochi, Avshai Achi Yoav, Benaya ben Yehoyada, Asahel Achi Yoav, Elchanan ben Dodo mi Beit Lachem, Shamot HaHarori, Chelets HaPeloni, Ira ben Ikesh HaTkoi, Aviezer HaAntoti, Simchai HaChushati, Eli HaAchochi, Machrai HaNetfati, Cheled ben Ba'ana Hanatofati, Itai ben Rivai, Migivad ben Ebenyamin, Benaya Hapiratoni, Churai, Minachale Gaash, Aviel Haarvati, Azmavet Habaharumi, Eliachba Hashalvoni, Bene Hashem Gizoni, Yonatan, 
בן שגע ההררי, אחיאם בן סחר ההררי, אליפל בן אור, חפר המחרתי, אחיה הפלוני, חצרו הכרמלי, נערי בן עזבי, יואל אחי נתן, מבחר בן הגרי, צלק העמוני, נחרי הברוטי, עירה האיטרי, גרב היטרי, אוריה החיטי, זבד בן אחלי, עדינה בן שיזה הראובני, חנן בן מאחה, יושפט המיתני, עוזיה האשטרתי, שמה, וילל בני חותם הרוארי, ידיעאל בן שמרי, יוחא אחיו התיצי, אליאל המחבים, יריבי, יושביה בני אל נעם, יתמה המואבי, אליאל, עובד, יעשיאל המצוויה. רב נוסן's prayers, one, prayer number 117-143. Guide me in your counsel, and afterward receive me with glory. Master of the world, my King and my God, I will pray to you. I call to you, Hashem, I plead to Hashem. How long will I take counsel in my soul, mourning in my heart by day? How long will my enemy rise up against me? Have compassion on me for the sake of your name. Rectify me with good counsel and save me quickly for the sake of your name. You know how I lack counsel. I am so uncertain that in most cases I cannot decide what to do and I cannot advise myself regarding anything, great or small. This confuses me and keeps me from serving you and truly repenting. Have compassion on me, Master of Compassion. You are great in counsel and vast in actions. Help me always accept the counsel of truly righteous and worthy people of the generation whose counsel comes entirely from the Holy Torah that they receive from their teachers, the true Holy Tzaddikim. Help me come close to them and receive their counsel about everything, about serving you, about doing business and earning a living, and about other affairs. May I ask their advice about all of these matters. May I benefit from their counsel and insight. May their holy wisdom illuminate me. As a result, may great kindness come to me and sweeten and nullify all harsh judgments in the world. May I be saved at every moment, because with many counselors there is victory. Always guard me and rescue me, so that I will never stumble as a result of poor advice, heaven forbid. May I never draw to myself any sorrow, suffering, or harm, heaven forbid, as a result of foolish counsel. May I always strive to receive counsel from the truly righteous and worthy people of the generation, so that their holy wisdom will shine on me. Awaken your great compassion and kindness for me at every moment. Always save me in whatever way I need to be saved, physically or spiritually. Draw your kindness onto me the entire day. May the verse be realized in me. Hashem has eradicated the counsel of the peoples, thwarted the thoughts of the nations. The counsel of Hashem stands forever. the thoughts of his heart for every generation. When the God of hosts has given counsel, who will strike it down? May he give you what your heart desires and fulfill all your counsel. Let us sing in your salvation and assemble in the name of our God. May Hashem fulfill all of your requests. Hashem, save, King, answer on the day we call. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing before you, Hashem, my Rock and my Redeemer. Blessed is Hashem forever. Amen and Amen. Prayer number 118-156 God, create a pure heart within me and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Master of the world, you who listen to the voice of our prayers and our pleas, 
Teach me how to bring you new and beautiful words to please you and appease you, so that you will help me walk in your ways and guard your commandments. I have cried out for so long, and pleaded and prayed with the sole aim of truly returning to you soon, but still I am not saved. I know that the obstacle is in me, because I am stubborn and I have wrong desires and a great deal of foolishness, but I do not know how to break free of all this. I have nothing new to say. There is no word on my tongue, because you know everything, Hashem. I am mute and still. I am silent even about goodness, and my pain is intense. I am silent. I cannot open my mouth, for you have brought this about. My Father in heaven, you know that all of my hope is in you, and all of my prayer, supplications, and cries are to you. But how do I find new words, as I need to, each and every day, to please you, so that you will return to return me to you soon? My Father in heaven, whatever may be, I will always stand alert and cry out to you. I have come to seek your face, Hashem, my God and God of my fathers. Have pity, compassion, and mercy on a person as misused as I am, a person as contemptible and disgraceful as myself. Send me the spirit of your holiness. At every moment, place new, pleasant, and beautiful words in my mouth, with which I can please you, so that you will quickly bring me back to you in complete repentance.